This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Um, you know, a few things to share here at this point. Uh, as the market already seems to be well aware, though, I don't believe the company has formally announced, and that may be why it is a halted news pending, that capital raise that Goldman Sachs had embarked on is a fail. Um, it's not going to happen. Uh, there are plenty of reasons people can point to for why. Um, they certainly didn't seem to time it particularly well in terms of crystallizing a loss uh, and then going out to the market as opposed to actually having the capital raise when they knew they were going to take that loss in that bond portfolio. But beyond that, I can also tell you that separately, the, uh, the bank, Silicon Valley Bank, has hired advisors, not Goldman Sachs, has hired advisors to seek a sale. Um, again, not unexpected, right? You would expect, given the inability to raise capital and the fact that deposits are fleeing this thing at an incredibly rapid rate, that they then would go to say, okay, can we get sold? Uh, and I am told that there are large financial institutions who've looked at this bank for some time um, who are at least considering taking a look. Does it mean that anything will happen? Absolutely not. In a situation like this, as you guys can well remember from the financial crisis, uh, deposits can move very, very quickly. So by the end of the day, who knows where things stand? But I can tell you that there is an, uh, a separate advisor from Goldman that has been brought in, that is taking inquiries, that is reaching out that large financial, institutions, large financial institutions are at least taking a look at Silicon Valley Bank. Because, Jim, as you know, and you were just discussing, I mean, it is a franchise that is somewhat unique in negatives, perhaps in some way, but also in positives. It's connection to high net worth, the VC community. So it is something that a number of banks have looked at in the past. Uh, if you could get in there quickly, uh, stem the, the outflow of deposits, you, know, you might actually be able to pick something up of great value. So that's at least what I'm hearing right now. Uh, and as we all know, this is a very dynamic situation. Madam Secretary, you, you know better, I think, than anybody alive about partisanship in the United States and what it's cost our country. Uh, the Ukrainian war has been one thing that's brought Democrats and Republicans together for the most part. Are you hopeful that that will continue despite the fact some House Republicans um, are, are being critical of the Biden administration and even Republicans that are supporting the war effort? Well, I am hopeful that it continues, Joe, because I think, as we just heard, uh, this is a war of aggression and invasion. Uh, the behavior of the invaders has been barbaric, and it really is a war for um, not just the freedom of the Ukrainian people, although that is first and foremost. It is a war for our values, uh, for what we believe uh, should be the birthright of every person in Ukraine, in Europe, in the United States, around the world. So I want to underscore 
that as we support the courage and the extraordinary commitment of the Ukrainian people, their government, okay, it's, their it's the birthright of everybody throughout the world. And you're going to send your sons and daughters. You know, we just got a, 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 a six point eight trillion dollar budget up in your face. Um, the New York Post is finally reporting the fifty trillion dollars. War Room told you about a week ago, two weeks ago. They're now reporting it's going to be fifty trillion dollars. You're seeing the collapse of the neoliberal, neocon global order in front of you. News item, it says from Riyadh, but it's actually from Beijing. The CCP has announced today that they have put together a essentially a peace treaty in a working partnership between, wait for it, the House of Saud, Saudi Arabia, our great ally there, and Iran. So we're going to get Cash Patel in here. This is massive news. And by the way, this is all so they can get off the petrodollar. All those big output deals are going to be taken in um in in yuan okay so this is the end of the dollar empire is before you um but the big news is silicon valley bank remember this is the premier bank out there legendary bank that essentially banks everybody that hates your guts okay all the progressive twinkies out there that literally hate you this is their bank okay and there is a run on this bank deposits leaving is outpacing everything. They've done the panic mode of calling in Goldman Sachs to sell it. The uh, My bet is, Steve Cortez, is that the Fed owns this bank by the end of the day. Am I incorrect? And in right now, are there some bank examiners and guys in there right now? This shows you about what Cortez, we've been talking about. This is right. about the collapse of the American economy. This is about yes. the collapse of big tech. This is about all these layoffs we've been talking about. And all you hear all day long is how great the economy is, how great jobs are. That is a bald-faced lie. It's a bald-faced right. lie. And don't ask Cortez and don't ask Bannon. Ask the depositors that are starting right. to line up and get their money out of Silicon Valley Bank, Brother Steve Cortez. That's right. Ask the depositors and, and ask the stockholders who are unfortunate enough to own stock in this bank and in regional banks all over the country, which are literally melting down, something that we have been pointing out this week. So it is not just a Silicon Valley bank problem. It is most acute there, certainly, to be sure. And it has all the hallmarks of a classic bank run. What you have right there in Silicon Valley Bank is the confluence of two factors. You have the Biden's recession, which has been terrible for all of America, but particularly awful for tech. So you have all the peculiarities to the tech industry, which, of course, is the dominant customer of Silicon Valley Bank, as the name implies. Um, so you have the, the tech aspect, the tech recession. But then the other aspect, Steve, that we've been talking about is and really, frankly, waiting for these shoes to drop while they're starting to drop is the absolute route in the bond market that has unfolded uh, over the last year or so. 2022, as I've pointed out repeatedly on this show, 2022 was probably the worst year for capital markets ever, okay? And what, the reason I say that is because not only did stocks get rinsed and demolished, but bonds also did, meaning uh, assets that, that investors thought were insurance policies turned out to be anything but. They turned out to be massive risk accelerants. And if you were in the wrong kinds of bonds, particularly long-dated treasury bonds, you actually lost more on the supposed safe part of your portfolio than you did on the stocks. So the consequences, not just for individual investors, but also for banks. Um, and if we can pull up chart number two, please. Bloomberg actually did some pretty good reporting on this. I'd like to show a quote from them on Silicon Valley Bank. And they specifically cite in this Bloomberg note the significant, this is a quote from Bloomberg, a significant loss on its portfolio of U.S. treasuries 
and mortgage-backed securities, okay? So it's not just the fact that Silicon Valley is doing terribly, okay? It's also the fact okay. that this bank held assets that it deemed to be it deemed to be relatively safe and stable, and they are anything but. Why? Because of Joe Biden and because of the inflationary nightmare that he's inflicting upon America. Hang on. I want to make sure. There's a run on this bank. This is one of the mm -hmm. premier, it's not a huge bank, but it's one of the premier right. banks in the country. It banks all the tech guys, it banks all these startups, it holds their cash. Remember, the FDIC only insures the cash for certain amounts. You've got these guys in panic mode, okay, trying to get their cash out. You have a classic run of the bank. Peter Thiel has been a big promoter of this bank, stepped up yesterday and said something I literally have never seen in my time on Wall Street. Get your money out now. I mean, it's like, mm -hmm. what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Get down to the bank and let's get in line. Uh, but I want to go back to that Bloomberg because that's the buried lead. This is not just the stock prices collapse, obviously. Uh, it, the depositors are running. This, and the question is going to be, and this is the debate we have to have, do you try to stop the contagion so it doesn't spread to other regional banks or particularly other, other money center banks? Or do you do this thing called capitalism? It's not just because the people in this bank hate your guts, MAGA. Right. Because they do. This is your betters. Do you say, hey, guess what? Let the laws of capitalism. Sorry, not sorry. Let it fail. Don't let the government come in for a bailout. Don't let the government come in and seize this thing. Cortez, read that Bloomberg again, because sure. that's the under This is like the British crisis back in the summer. Right. This is like the British crisis back in the summer when all of a sudden they had the big problem in the bonds and all the pension funds looked at all the hinky stuff they've got in there with all the derivatives to kind of jack up to try to jack up uh, uh, ratings. Talk about these were government securities. Read that again right. from Bloomberg of what was the underlying financial problem with Silicon Valley Bank. Yes. So Bloomberg reporting that not only is it Silicon Valley depositors who are a classic run of the bank are pulling their deposits in mass. It is also because Silicon Valley Bank is taking such losses in its portfolio, and this is the quote from Bloomberg, significant loss of its portfolios, specifically of U.S. Treasuries and mortgage-backed securities. And you can see in the second part that I highlighted there, Bloomberg also talks about the risks that may lurk in other financial institutions. So again, Steve, this is most acute, okay. it's most yeah. immediate okay. in Silicon Valley Damn. Bank, but the regional banks, Steve, all over the country, are their yeah. stocks are getting rinsed yeah. right now. And where there is smoke, there is normally <laughs> right. fire. And right. I'm telling you, this right. isn't a problem that's right. contained to Silicon hey. Valley Bank. Hey, remember, we give you the Bloomberg that you get online because Bloomberg is, forget the, the owner, the Bloomberg has got a great news service 24 hours a day, the Bloomberg TV, you can watch it any time of night. I'm up all hours of night watching the Asian markets. But more importantly, they got the terminal. The terminal sits right with the traders, right? That's where Bloomberg makes all his money. He's got that terminal. When it, the, 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 uh, the alarm, when it says other, <laughs> it says right. these securities can be held by other banks. That's when you sit there and say, sell, dump my bank stocks, right? Overnight, mm -hmm. the Asian banks got crushed. Right now, you're going to have, and this is the whole theory, and this is for the audience. You're the head of the credits committee. What do you say to do? I want in the chat room tell us what you do. This is like 2008. Do you step in and say, hey, the, you know, I, I'm glad they got Goldman trying to sell it, but you don't know what you're selling, so nobody's going to buy it. You have no earthy right. idea what, what this thing has, right, what the securities are, how many depositors. So that's all just a front to, to make people feel better. You know, it's putting a salve on the wound. The Fed will be all over it. Do you step in right. and have a bailout, essentially a takeover and a bailout? Or since these guys are your betters and they look down your nose at you and they're supposed to be, you know, they're the, the big rough and tumble center of capitalism in the world is Silicon Valley. How about this? Screw you. 
you 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 got in this situation. You bought those securities. You believed in Joe Biden. You're you're a super progressive. Suck on this, Steve Cortez. Your thoughts? Yeah. Listen. Uh, and I guarantee there is an absolute flurry of phone calls, video calls, and emails right now, uh, particularly within the Federal Reserve System. Uh, Maiden Lane, the New York Fed's headquarters up in New York, believe me, is a very busy place this morning trying to figure out what to do with this. Uh, it is not yet a massive national story, but it certainly could become one. And my guess is what they're trying to negotiate right now is effectively a forced sale, meaning similarly to during the financial crisis, when J.P. Morgan was effectively forced to to acquire Bear Stearns, I suspect that that kind of negotiating is right now going on behind the scenes, trying to get a larger financial institution um, to just swallow up Silicon Valley Bank, hoping that the problem goes away. But again, the, the, the issue here is not just Silicon Valley Bank. Again, it's first, it's worst, but that does not mean that the situation is contained there. You know, and to prove my point, let me pull up a chart. Uh, chart number one, if we can go back to now, please. And this is the regional bank index. Uh, this is an ETF. So this is tradable. This isn't just a, a tracking index. This is the KRE is the ticker. If you buy the KRE, you are effectively buying all the regional banks around America, including Silicon Valley Bank, but a lot of banks that have nothing to do with California or with Silicon Valley. That chart that I'm showing right there goes back one year. This was down 8% yesterday. Steve, 8% is a bad year Forget about a bad day, okay, for the regional bank index. Down 8% yesterday as we speak. It's very volatile, but as we speak right now, down 4% today. Um, and to give you, uh, to put that in context, you know, as the chart showed there, the high of just a year ago was $73. It is right now trading just above 50. So it has lost about a third of its value in a year. Yep. By the way, it was at $65 just a few weeks ago. So it has lost 25% of its value yep. in just a few weeks. And that is all the regional banks put together. So again, not just the Silicon Valley uh, issue. Some of the other regional banks, yep. Truist right now as we speak is down 4%. Fifth Third Bank is down 4%. So listen, this is something for us to watch very, very closely. These are the real world ramifications yep. of the policy failures of Joe Biden and the complicit Republicans, people like Mitch McConnell and Tom Cotton, who voted for that omnibus monstrosity and the bond market is in full on revolt. And the banks right now are, are bearing the cost, are starting to, starting to have to reflect this. And the guys owning those securities are getting blown up. This all goes back to stolen elections have catastrophic consequences, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, short commercial break, another bombshell this morning over your morning coffee. Uh, the two mortal enemies, Saudi Arabia and Iran, nah, they're kind of partners now. Thanks to the Chinese Communist Party in Beijing, the impact on your life next in the war room. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. 
public, the, word, the letters sq.com, and download the app today totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, I'm going to move. There's another bombshell, this, but uh, breaking news uh, from the Treasury Department. Janet Yellen's just announced that she is, I think what they call it, Steve, she's monitoring the situation and monitoring a few, quote, unquote, other banks and financial institutions, end quote. That's like a papal bull, is it not, sir? No, correct. Yeah, and the exact quote, Treasury Secretary Yellen, Treasury monitoring a few banks in the midst of SVB issues, Silicon Valley bank issues, monitoring a few (laughs) banks. Steve, here's the reality. As we have long talked about on this show, our economy, unfortunately, became addicted to low rates that were artificially suppressed by the Fed, by central banks around the world. And our economy is simply not structured to be able to calmly handle a massive spike in interest rates, which we have had because of Biden's policy failures, because of his war on American domestic energy, combined with his absolute exorbitant borrowing and spending, his insane profligacy with a lot of assistance from Republicans in permanent Washington. So this intense spike in rates, two-year Treasury yield, the day he took office, 0.13%, practically zero, 5% this week. Okay, that kind of a rise in rates that quickly, our economy is unfortunately totally unable to withstand. We see it at the consumer level, a trillion dollars in credit card debt and a record increase of added credit card debt at all-time interest rate highs. That's the consumer level. And now we're seeing it at the business level, starting with Silicon Valley Bank. Okay, Okay. Cortez is going to hang with me here. Um, I want to make sure everybody understands, because we want to make sure you're not only the smartest people in the world, but you're the most informed by what's really important and not the shiny toys. This is where we keep talking about the Third World War. Remember, the Second World War was because of the uh, problems with the the economic consequences of the peace, as John Maynard Keynes said, the Versailles Treaty and everything they tried to set up after World War I, which was the collapse. Remember, the last time we've had a collapse, really, of a global order was really in 1914, okay? That, that war started in 1914, didn't end to 1989 with Tiananmen Square and the fall of the Berlin Wall, what we call the short 20th century. It's always a capital, mar- it's a economics and capital markets trigger, like the stock market in 1929 and the massive inflation in the Weimar Republic over in Germany that leads to bad elements taking over, criminal elements taking over as people start to panic and that always ends up in some sort of conflict. We are in exactly the same position today. This is why we've been talking from war room pandemic from the beginning. You're going to have a, a economic crisis driven by this pandemic lead to a capital markets crisis, lead to a geopolitical crisis. This is the convergence you see, and when they converge and conflate, that's when it spins out of control for anybody to control. This is why Donald Trump, and I don't care if you hate Donald Trump's article on Politico Day, oh, I'm so tired of how he tweets and says stuff about people. He gave you four years of peace and prosperity in a very troubled time, okay? Even if you hate the sight of the guy, he delivered. 
Um, here's where in the situation now you're seeing the convergence of this. We're going to get Cash Patel in here for a second with this uh, with this um, explosive news coming out of the uh, that that area of the Eurasian landmass that is Persia and Saudi Arabia, the really the the controllers of of the world's oil supply, uh, partnering essentially with the CCP. But Steve, I just want to make sure everybody understands that, and this is why Biden they're not serious people. Cash is going to tell you about how they forced. The Saudis and you know our enemies in Persia, but Saudis used to be our allies into the arms of the CCP. They're not right. serious people. Here's why it's not serious: because these are all inextricably linked, and we try to show you the linkages. That budget yesterday is just in your face. It's six point eight trillion. Forget that. Forget the the, the the taxes and some of the taxes. I would like to see because they're from people that hate your guts and just take everything. Right. But let's leave the right. taxes aside. Which, by the way, I told a guy last night in the House of Representatives. Kevin McCarthy should call the House together today. He should vote on every tax, the capital gains tax, all of it. He should vote every – if the House should vote on the taxes and send it to the Democrats, send it to Schumer and dare him to pass it because the Democrats won't because it's their donor base. Okay, It's all mm-hmm. a sham. This guy, and then if he did pass it, Biden would veto it because it's his right. donors. They're not going right. to go across their donors. But the $6.8 trillion – is just in your face, given that right. the pro- central problem of these banks, it looks like, are one of the big problems, is that they own government securities right. because of the revolt of the bond market against the Biden economic plan. These securities have blown up in their face, and right. now you have a run on one of the most prestigious regional banks in the country, in the heart of all your betters. All the smartest people in the room, this is their bank, Steve Cortez. Right. Now, and to your point about the lack of seriousness of Joe Biden, both at home and abroad, you know, regarding this budget, right, this budget is 35 percent bigger than the 2019 pre-CCP virus budget. So there's nothing serious about this. It's not even slowing the rate of growth. That would be bad enough of the budget. You know, it's not even in the, in the universe of actual cuts which are necessary given the economic predicament that our country is in because of Biden and permanent Washington. You know, and you mentioned this new alliance between Iran and Saudi Arabia. You know, folks out there who don't pay a lot of attention to the Middle East need to know that these two have been intense rivals in effectively their own small version of a Cold War, Iran and Saudi Arabia, for years. They are the Crips and the Bloods of the Middle East. The only thing that now brings them together is Beijing, who has been newly empowered because Joe Biden is floundering all over the world because the United States lacks any credibility well, as we continue well, to escalate well, a needless hold war it, hold it, in Ukraine. Hold it. Yeah, but hang, but hang, but here's what really brings them together. Let's here's what brings them together. The rolling devaluation they're doing on you, the audience, in the dollar, in the Federal Reserve right. note, in the dollar, you're getting a devaluation every freaking day of your life. Because of the, the way the system works, you're getting a devaluation. Finally, the global south is waking up to the fact of why are we doing this again? These mm-hmm. Americans are out of control. This ruling elite of America is out of control. They're doing a devaluation. We have the assets, right? They have, uh, we have the commodities. We have the, you know, we have the assets. They have, they have a thing called the Federal Reserve note. This is driven by massive output deals, and particularly as we run around with the Green New Deal and we're going to transition the economy, we don't need oil anymore, as the CCP sees an opening. 
They're going mm-hmm. in there and saying, why are you taking, why are you taking the foreign devil's uh, dollars of devaluing, uh, devaluing? Take my yuan, right? So these deals are put together because they're going to be massive output deals to the CCP. They said, we don't, we don't, you know, they're sitting in the Paris Accord. Yeah, yeah, we got to, you know, worry about the environment. They're building coal plants and buying as much oil and burning it as cheap as possible. And, and, and to the d- detriment of the United States of America. And what they're doing now is partnering to get off the dollar. And once right. we are like the British pound and only on the prime reserve currency, you think your life in Wichita is going to be bad with what Biden's doing right now. You ain't seen nothing yet. And this right. is exactly where we're going. And that's what that deal means. Brother Cortez. Yes. Listen, uh, of all the policy errors of Joe Biden, Legion, unfortunately, for they are many, uh, perhaps the riskiest long term is the dethroning of King Dollar. And I think a lot of Americans, if they don't travel abroad a lot or if they don't pay a lot of attention to international capital markets, might not realize just how beneficial the strong dollar, King Dollar, the dollar is the reserve currency of the world, has been to America, particularly in recent years because it effectively allowed us to engage in this profligacy, in this exorbitant borrowing and spending um, with the benefit of very low interest rates. Why? Because the entire world wanted to hold U.S. dollars. Once that situation starts to turn, and I believe it is in the early stages of turning in a very macro way against the dollar, and if we have to pay more sort of market-driven interest rates where we don't have the luxury of being the reserve currency of the world. And listen, nobody occupies that, that title forever. The British didn't, the Romans didn't uh, in history. But once we lose that privilege, once we lose that standing in global capital markets, interest rates will soar. And believe me, the kinds of problems we're, we're talking we're, about now we, will seem pleasant hey, in comparison to what could happen then. Hey, we're going to be Argentina. Argentina is the one to look for. We're going to be Argentina. We're going to be Argentina, I'm telling you. By the way, go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. Right now, I've got the third free, all of it's free, the politics of money, the end of the dollar empire, and today, the debt trap. We put it out over CPAC. I need everybody to get it. And you got homework assignments over the weekend. You're going to read all this, right? You're going to read that 103-page report from the federal judge, the opinion. we got a lot of work to do over the weekend. No days off. Uh, Let me bring in Cash Patel. Cash, uh, you are... You know, your chief of staff over at uh, the Pentagon, uh, you've been an intelligence guy your entire life. This is your neighborhood. How big a deal is this explosive news coming from Beijing and Riyadh and Tehran this morning, sir? Remember during the world wars when we had the axis of evil? Well, it's not quite like that, but it's not quite um, too far of real from that because we have now the three adversaries of the United States of America in Iran, Russia, and China, aligning themselves together with our key partners in the Middle East and Saudi Arabia, because we have left a diplomatic and negotiating vacuum since Joe Biden took office. And now it is being filled across the board, not just on a national security and economic front, but on a handshake front. And the arbiter of the entire process is Xi Jinping and the CCP. Our number one adversary is in bed with our number one uh, physical national security threat, Iran, and they are doing it together to take down America. And now they've got our number one ally in the Middle East, Saudi Arabia and company, going to bed with them. By the way, it was announced in the New York Times, the buried lead, like in the second or third paragraph, oh, the deal's been negotiated for a week in Beijing with the CCP bringing the parties together. That's because of these massive output deals. Uh, I don't want to say it reminds me of the, 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 the between the 
no limits partnership between the KGB and Putin and and she and the CCP that was done at the Olympics last year and now this it kind mm-hmm. of feels like the Molotov Ribbentrop a deal that was cut in 1939 in secret between the Nazis and the Soviets and once that deal once they had the handshake and they signed the deal all hell broke loose okay so just wait for it right now wait for it this is Biden his economic policies are blowing up banks because they're holding his bonds right and now we have our most the biggest existential threat this nation's ever faced the Chinese Communist Party in Beijing picked off supposedly our greatest ally uh, in the Gulf, uh, the House of Saud. Short commercial break. Cash Patel, Steve Cortez, Darren Beatty is going to join us. We're in the war room. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. They have all life for too long. Thanks to your support, Patriot Mobile has emerged as one of the leaders in the parallel economy. And they have big news. Patriot Mobile now offers services with all three major networks. This means if you're with the big three and like the service but hate their values, you can access them with Patriot Mobile. They also offer a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that fights to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. This new year, resolve to stop supporting companies that don't align with your values. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That is PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call them at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. By the way, we had an entirely different show structured today. We were going to have actually Jeff Clark lead us. There was a bunch. We had J.D. Vance here at Love. We had it the last second. J.D.'s going to join us next week. We're going to talk about and We're going to get Jeff up here to talk about the uh, what came up yesterday. It was revealed in the hearings about East uh, Palestine, Ohio. Um, uh, Cash Patel, you are one of President Trump's closest advisors on national security and intelligence um, situations. You, you understand the bureaucracy. Remember, Cash was chief counsel to Nunez and the folks when we took over the House Intelligence Committee. Cash was then went to DNI. Cash is uh, an intelligence guy, but then went as chief of staff over the Pentagon because President Trump trusted him to kind of keep his eye on everything. Nobody knows national security. Nobody knows the diplomatic side and the intelligence side. Cash, from, on a scale from 1 to 10, 10 being a, a thermonuclear bomb and 1 being oh, or, course of ordinary course of business, how big a deal is this announcement coming from Beijing today, sir, between our formerly our strongest ally in the Persian Gulf, I guess UAE would argue that, but one of our strongest allies, the House of Saud, with 
uh, the Persians in Tehran, particularly the detail that the New York Times tells you, they're going to open, wait for this, open embassies in each other's capital. This is, Steve Cortez said, this is the blood in the Crips. This is what Yemen's all about. That brutal war in Yemen, these proxy wars around the, around the Middle East, it's all because the blood's in the Crips. Cash Patel. Yeah, Steve, look, it's, it's 10 times 10 bad. A hundred. It's not even on the scale. It doesn't measure how bad and how harming, harmful this is to our national security. Rewind the clock. Remember, Saudi Arabia and Iran were firing missiles into each other's backyards for years. And and now, now fast forward into the Biden regime and the fact that Joe Biden has to go over to Saudi Arabia to beg for cheap oil from MBS doesn't get the job done. No one takes his phone calls anymore. And when you're left with that vacuum on the diplomatic global stage, you know who fills it? Xi Jinping and China come in and say, hang on, we're going to mend fences with Saudi Arabia and Iran. We are going to kick the United States to the tier two order of the world uh, regime. And we're going to do it while making economic headways in Iran that China is going to take advantage of, and they're going to own half of Iran's infrastructure. And Saudi Arabia is now giving the money from the oil infrastructure system to the Chinese and the Iranians, and that is getting us away from the uh, American-backed dollar for the global security uh, concerns uh, with it, this it, deal. And so it's just shocking. This, 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 the dollar as the prime reserve currency, look, there's a lot of problems with being the prime reserve currency, trust me. It's a lot, but Pax Americana was built on the back, not of our military, and I served in our beloved military, which was all important. It was built literally on the back of our economy and people's trust in our capital markets and people's trust in our securities and people's trust in the dollar. And don't let them say the debt saying, oh, you guys are throwing a thing. Oh, screw you. That you are not going to default on government securities. Ask Silicon Valley Bank about defaulting on securities, okay? Ask them about holding the crap that the Biden administration and this business model they got for this country is not sustainable. And Steve Cortez shows the 35% increase in the spending. And in your face, not one freaking cut, $6.8 trillion. Leave the taxes aside because I can get on board with some of the taxes for the super wealthy billionaires that hate your guts and hate MAGA. Okay? Cortez, by the way, this is a two-part play. Because the, the CCP is all in back of rubbing up on Zelensky. Zelensky's going to flip right. on us. He was on Wolf Blitzer the other day saying, if you don't send fighter jets, you're not my friend. The CCP right. is going to be all over this Ukraine situation. Brother, tell me the Trump. How did Trump handle this, Brother Cortez? Yeah, uh, look, what's going on right now, unfortunately, is the exact opposite, is the antithesis of the Trump foreign policy approach and Trump achievements all over the world. What Trump did was he didn't intervene. As a matter of fact, he, he wound down the needless, reckless interventions of his predecessors. At the same time, he ramped up diplomacy. And what he did during his tenure in the Middle East was bring rivals, bring enemies together at the behest of the United States, particularly the Abraham Accord, right? Bringing Arab and Jew together in a momentous way, signing treaties and forging alliances that hadn't been done in decades. We now see, the, and he did it through diplomacy, not through interventions. We now see the exact opposite. Joe Biden engaged in needless escalations and interventions that risk World War III. At the same time, instead of the United States brokering deals, 
It is Beijing. It is the CCP, which is brokering deals between rivals to oppose the United States, to act, unfortunately, Saudi Arabia and Iran together as, as a foil to American interests, and particularly, as you correctly pointed out, economically so. You know, it's also telling, let's, let's take it out of the Middle East for a moment. Just a few weeks ago, there were massive naval exercises between Russia and China. Where did they stage those? In South Africa. Okay, South Africa is also part of this emerging alliance that you talk about of the global south. And South yes, Africa is a very troubled nation in very many ways, yeah. but it's got a lot of resources that the yeah. world needs. And believe me, China and Russia have their eye on South Africa. It, and again, this isn't just anti-Trump. That's bad enough. It's also anti-Nixon. Yeah. We have forged the Russians and the Chinese together into an alliance, something that the United States successfully prevented for decades in the past. You talk about inverse Kramer, you get inverse Trump, right? Because yeah. now, by the way, you got the Iranian Navy off the coast of, wait for it, Brazil. Cash, you were, and one thing about Trump, and look, I realize not everybody's cup of tea. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying you have to love the guy, but he's a tough guy on the economy in that golden year of 2019 before the CCP hit us with the, with the, with the weapon, with the bioweapon, and then peace. Remember, Cash, you were a key part of it. They not only respect Trump, which they don't respect Biden. One of the reasons they don't respect Biden, they don't consider him a legitimate president of the United States. Trust me, that, the Saudis would have never had the guy driving up to the hotel out there and fist bumping. They don't do that to a guy they think is the true commander-in-chief. And they don't deal, do a deal like this behind your back when they got respect for you. And more importantly, they fear Trump. Remember, uh, uh, all, the, all the neocons try to have him lob. Remember, he's going to lob cruise missiles into Iran? Cash and the last second, you guys and President Trump goes, hang over a second. About proportionality, how many guys that, oh, one or two guys? He says, well, how many guys are going to die here? I don't know, a couple thousand. He, at the last second, he calls the Pentagon and John Bolton and all these neocon warmongers, he calls them off. But they still fear Trump. They fear Trump, but he doesn't have to walk in and throw cruise missiles in there. Cash Patel. Yeah, look, the Trump doctrine or whatever you want to call it when it comes to national security and global security is very simple. You have to have WASTA on the world stage with your allies and adversaries alike. You don't have to be best friends with Putin and Xi Jinping and uh, the and DPRK and Kim Jong-un, but you have to be able to get in a room with them or get on the phone with them. And that's the one thing Joe Biden and his administration can't, they won't even take our phone calls from our Secretary of Defense or our President of the United States. With Donald Trump, they didn't even have to take the phone call because they knew if that phone rang, they, Russia, China, Iran, were in trouble. And, and talk about proactive operational measures. President Trump took them in Syria, took them in Afghanistan, took them in Iraq and around the region to make sure these people and the Iranians knew when he took out Qasem Soleimani, the number one terrorist in the world, after taking out Baghdadi, that he meant business. So when Donald Trump calls people and says, if you hurt American interests, they listen. They're not listening now because there is no WASTA behind Joe Biden on the world stage to do anything. He is literally off the call sheet. For the first time, our commander chief in the United States of America is on the junior varsity squad of international relations. And the Chinese have filled that gap with the Iranians and now the Saudi Arabians. And I'm sure the other Middle East allies of ours are next because we are not doing anything to stop it or supplant I, it. Okay. You've got um, you've got Russia and the KGB. You got Turkey and Erdogan. He's not an ally. Turkey and Erdogan, the Ottoman Empire. You got Syria. You've got Qatar. You got Saudi Arabia. You got Iran. You got the, the jihadis in Pakistan, and you've got uh, Mini Me up there in North Korea. 
in a couple of the stands in Central Asia, and it's all led by the head of the snake is the CCP. This are, I'm not a neocon, but let me be brutally frank. We, we can t- and we don't need to go to a shooting war with them. If we go to a shooting war, it's ridiculous. We need to immediately cut off all the capital, cut off mm-hmm. all the technology to the Chinese Communist Party and let Lao Beijing take them out in 100 days because this thing's going to get – we are hurtling towards a kinetic third world war, okay? And it's going to be a capital markets crisis like you've never seen before. Cash, I know we got you here for other things. What, what you guys put together is absolutely incredible. I want you to tee it up. Uh, I want you to get you in here. Then I got Beatty. We got a lot to do about J6, a lot to do about the FBI. Should I play the FBI clip for, do I have time yet? Do I? Cash, I got you for a few minutes, don't I? Oh, yeah. We got a lot to is do. The, is, the FBI, is, the, is the Chris Ray thing, uh, uh, I know I'm changing course here. The Chris Ray, is that booted? The Ultra Mega clip, is that is that ready? Okay, maybe not. Okay, i tell you what. It's ready. Let's play Ultra Mega. I want to have his, I want to have his comments on Chris Ray here. Let's play it. Director Ray, I want to start with you and ask, are you willing to acknowledge that the FBI has committed abuses and violations in its use of FISA, and is that defensible? Well, first off, no violations are defensible, in my view, uh, and we are absolutely committed to making sure that we show you, the rest of the members of Congress and the American people, that we're worthy of these incredibly valuable authorities. Would you agree that the FBI has a trust issue with the American public? Well, certainly, uh, anytime we have anybody who, who has a, a trust issue with us, we want to try to address it. Uh, I think when I see, look at the American people more broadly, uh, I think a lot of it is reaction to specific cases and things here and there, but I will tell you that I see the American people showing up in droves to come work at the FBI. Putting that to the side, putting that to the side, we clearly have work to do and we're eager to do it with this committee to show that we can be worthy stewards of these important authorities. Uh, and so if there are questions that, are, that need to be answered, I understand completely why those questions are being raised. We brought them on ourselves. And I want to make sure that we can show you that we can answer those questions. I created and stood up an entire new Office of Internal Audit that did not exist at the FBI before and brought in a former agent who's also a former Big Four accounting firm partner to run that Office of Internal Audit. And that office is focused exclusively on FISA compliance. See, there's a lot more that I could get into, but I'm sympathetic to the time constraints here. Of course, like any major institution, we have made mistakes. And to me, the mark of a leading organization is not whether it makes mistakes or not. All major organizations, all elite organizations do, but whether or not we learn from those mistakes. And I think we have. We've made all sorts of changes, which I could, could go into on different issues, but, but we're determined to be worthy of, of all Americans' trust, including your constituents. I think the biggest threat to these agencies is when there's a public perception that there's a political bias on the left or the right. How do your agencies combat that? appearances issues, perceptions, those things matter. And so one of the things that we did uh, is I ordered a stand down uh, to focus on uh, not just objectivity, but making sure that we avoided even the appearance of bias. And so I started at the top. So I took all 250 or whatever it is of the SESers and made them all come to Quantico for a single day where the overwhelming message was back to fundamentals, the right thing in the right way, what they heard from judges, because a lot of what you're describing about is sort of trying to adopt more of the kind of mindset that judges have. They may have political backgrounds, but they put those to the side, they check them at the door when they take on the rope. We need to have that same kind of mentality. So the point was to start at the top, with everybody at the top of the organization, make them take the medicine first, and then push it out to the workforce, and we did it for the entire workforce.
Cash Patel, your author of Government Gangsters. We've got 30 seconds. Your assessment of Chris Ray. Yeah, well, he is the number one government gangster, um, and that's why he continues to lie to Congress. Or should I say that's because he continues to lie to Congress. He keeps deflecting from the questions asked, and they're talking about specific FISA reforms. And as a terrorism prosecutor, the FBI has lodged thousands of FISA abuses and errors at the FISA court. This is just the beginning. They need to keep him in that seat for days. Okay, Cash is going to hold with us. We've got a very special event that's going to take place right when we come back. Cash is going to tee it up. We're going to take a short commercial break. Come back. Cash is going to tee it up. we got Cortez, Darren Beatty, and something very special for you from President Donald J. Trump. Short break. Back in a moment. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly 250 grand. And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee, and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas, the platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, I'll be doing Royce White's show tonight at 10 o'clock. We're being on Getter live stream. We live stream all the time this weekend. We're going to have stuff up all over as this uh crisis this the remember it ain't a gathering storm the storm is here baby um i got more news on silicon valley bank we'll get to that at the top of the hour we have something very special cash you want to tee this up take a minute and tee this up what we're about to see and and what it was why it was done thanks so much steve and everybody i know we move fast so everybody take a breath just take a pause for what you're about to see here we all know the plight of the jan six prisoners and their families and how due process has been destroyed for so many of them we also know or some of us know that they sing, the Jan 6 prisoners themselves, sing the national anthem every night for 700 straight plus nights from the jails themselves. So what we thought would be cool is if we captured that audio and of course had the greatest president, President Donald J. Trump, recite the Pledge of Allegiance. Then we went to a studio and recorded it, mastered it and digitized it and put it out as a song 
now releasing exclusively on War Room, the video, the first time ever, the song Justice for All by Donald J. Trump and the Jan 6 Prison Choir. This is on the billboards. It's going to break the charts. But here's the most important part, Steve. All net proceeds go to Jan 6 Families. This video is going to bring you to tears. And the song is available everywhere. Songs download. Remember this, and we got BD on here to talk about Ann Cortez afterwards. Uh, remember, this is a gulag. MTG's taking Comer down there. This is a gulag. In, in, the, in the QAnon shaman, you saw what the great Tucker Carlson did with that footage, spent a year in solitary confinement in this gulag. Okay, let's go ahead and play it, Denver. Very powerful. Let's play it. of the United States of America. and justice for all. Cash Patel, tell me about this choir. What, what did we just hear there? This choir, who is in this choir? It, it sings, it, it does something every night. Tell us about that. Yeah, so the Jan 6 prisoners who have been detained, no bond since January 6th or their arrest, there's, a, there's, a, there's many of them, dozens and dozens of them, every night to uh, exercise their freedom of speech, sing the national anthem from the D.C. Gulag. We were able to capture that recording thanks to their courageous singing, and we were able to take it to a studio. It's an actual song. Justice for All is now on every music site available, including the Billboard charts. Steve, I was just told it's already top 10 of all music. This is almost impossible to do. And a special shout out to you, Steve, Real America's Voice, Ed Henry on Real America's Voice, and Pyramid Records and Rob Sig, of course, for having the courage to put something like this 
um, out for the American public to see. And again, you can go to the website, j6prisonchoir.com, j6prisonchoir.com. The video is available live on Rumble and everywhere else now. Uh, and it's a truth social and exclusive Rumble launch. And also we thought, what's another way to raise money? We've got t-shirts, hashtag J6PC. It's going to be the trend of the weekend. Hashtag J6PC, available at fightwithcash.com. The t-shirts available at fightwithcash.com. All net proceeds, all of them, go to the Jan 6 families in need that we identify. Um, it's, a, it's, it's been a project in the works for a while. And of course, let's not forget the greatest president in, in history, Donald J. Trump. This would not be possible without him. And we've seen the footage coming out showing the evidence of innocence that so many J6 detainees could have used um, last year, year before. And we just thought it was time to act to help to support these families. So Justice for All by Donald J. Trump and the Jan 6 Prison Choir. Who would have thought of it? This song's going number one. I uh, want to make sure uh, Grace and Mo get it up on all of our sites. I want to push it out and be a force multiplier, get this out everywhere. Um, Remember yesterday, Alex Jones was here. There's had the, this in, the, somehow the case has still been delayed now for the Proud Boys. Something about information, the FBI, all of it. You got the QAnon. I mean, it's just outrageous what's going on. This Gulag, MTG's taking Comer down there oversight. There's a lot going on. This J6 thing will be all over it. Real quickly, thirty seconds, cash. Uh, where they get you? But the House had just voted 419 to zero to direct DNI to release all intelligence related. Mm-hmm to the COVID-19 uh, virus. There's another massive thing. Natalie will be on later to talk about it. Um, Cash, how do people get to you? How do they get to all your uh, content? At Cash on Truth Social, at K-A-S-H on Truth Social, and fightwithcash.com, fightwithcash.com with a K for the J6PC t-shirts and the J6PrisonChoir.com, J6PrisonChoir.com. Let's make this the number one song. Let's help the families in need. Steve, thanks so much for the exclusive launch. That's the official video. It's never been seen before. Go out, get it, fightwithcash.com. Ed Henry, Rob Sig, Pyramid Records, you guys are awesome. Bannon, the War Room Posse is on the Thanks. Rob Sig, real, this is what makes Real America's Voice the best. Ed Henry, Rob Sig, thank you very much. Short break, BD Cortez Brat next in the War Room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplug Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early 
to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.